Hello everyone, I've got Eric Bassini, the CEO of Citizens Reserve, who's working on a remarkable new blockchain technology he calls Suku that will help uh, improve supply chain logistics globally. So stick around, you don't want to miss this episode. Welcome to the Your Mark on the World show with your champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. This episode is made possible via the support of our sponsors, including Johnson & Johnson's Caring Crowd. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, we're thrilled to have you and grateful that you would take the time to be with us. So tell us, tell us about Suku. So Suku is a project that we started about 18 months ago, and the goal is to address some of the main challenges that we face today in the supply chain world. And those challenges are really around three big topics. The first one is lack of efficiency and the fact that people are not getting the right product at the right time and the right quality. The second one is the transparency and the visibility of supply chains. And unfortunately, we have example of that almost every day with food safety or drug safety or the wrong vaccines being delivered to, the, to some kids in China. So we have major traceability and, and transparency issues in supply chains. The last one is the lack of access to supply chain capabilities. And a lot of small and medium companies don't actually have the chance in global commerce to engage because they don't have the access to the software and the platform to do that. So we are addressing all those three things at the same time as a company. It's a very exciting topic. Yes. So what is your background? Uh, how do you connect to the uh, logistics and supply chain world? So uh, my background has been uh, in different businesses. I've been in supply chain, I've been in banking, in the financial services. Uh, I, I was at Deloitte uh, and I joined Deloitte in the middle of the financial crisis. Uh, and that's a little bit why I was attracted to that cryptocurrency uh, concept. Uh, and, uh, and back in 2012, I was a partner at Deloitte and I started the, uh, what we used to call the Bitcoin practice because the world blockchain did not exist back then. And we, we, we started that practice, just three of us. And uh, we, uh, when I left a few months ago now, uh, the practice was about 1,200 people working on a lot of different blockchain solutions. So my background has been in technology, in financial services, in supply chain, um, and uh, I'm super excited to be part of that adventure around supply chain because to me, supply chain is really one of the largest use cases that you can address with blockchain. Why is the supply chain industry space, why is that so ripe for uh, blockchain technology? Why, why is that? So, like I said earlier, you have three different reasons why blockchain has to improve. Now, where blockchain fits in is interesting. So, if you look at the first one, the lack of efficiency, right? The lack of efficiency is due to the fact that we, um, all of us in supply chain management, are sharing information and data points uh, along, along the supply chain, but we don't trust each other. Right, and we record information ourselves and we keep reconciling this information with the, the rest of the supply chain all the time. And we often have challenges around fraud, around counterfeit, around, you know, you name it, right? A lot of different things. So the uh, blockchain will help to actually accelerate the um, consolidation of data, I want to say, into a trusted platform. Uh, and once, you, once all of us are trusting the platform, then we don't have to do as much capture of information and reconciliation because now we can trust a single 
platform, which is the blockchain solution. So that's very important. That's where blockchain fits in in the first one. The second one is really extracting one of the key value of blockchain, which is the immutability of the blockchain. Once you start recording information, no one can modify or remove that information after the fact. And when you apply that in supply chain, there is obviously tremendous impact in terms of traceability and provenance of goods and services. Uh, and so, for example, you can imagine being in a restaurant, uh, having a filet mignon, and you can scan a mini barcode on the top of the a mini flag on the on the on the filet mignon and get get the provenance of that uh, piece of meat all the way uh, to the farm. So you can see which uh, farm is coming from, what kind of uh, processing company was involved, logistics, and so on, and actually check also the temperature. Uh, control along the way as, as you check on um, the information on your phone. So that's one of the vision we have, uh, and I'm mentioning meat because that's one of the topics we are spending a, a lot of time on, on the meat industry. Uh, and, then, and, then, and then finally, blockchain is also a new type of technology that creates new types of platforms, decentralized platforms, and because they are decentralized and because you have new technology that is mostly open source today, you can provide that uh, access to the platform at a lower price to, a, more, to a, a large number of participants. So back to my three points, efficiency, transparency, and access, blockchain is actually uh, really addressing all three at the same time, which is why it's very exciting to implement blockchain in the supply chain space. As you think about, uh, well, as I think about, yeah. Uh, the world. I focus on three things. I, I'm always worried about uh, extreme poverty, mm -hmm. uh, global health, and um, climate change. Mm -hmm. How does your technology address those problems? So I would say those are big problems, but I would say uh, if you look at um, uh, the lack of efficiency in supply chain. So lack of efficiency mean, means a lot of waste, right, in the process. And waste means usually that you consume more energy, more resources than you need. And so that's, that is a, that is a connection with climate change, I think, direct connection here. Uh, I give you some numbers. The, the logistics industry, just in the U.S., is a $1.5 trillion industry with a T. It's a huge, huge, huge industry. And if we can improve just 1% of that, uh, that's a huge number still, and that, that would have a significant impact to me on, on resources and climate change overall. I think for the, the poverty um, and, and the, um, the global health, I think is a, 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 maybe a, a different angle, but I think poverty to me is, um, you know, opening platforms to people who don't have a lot of um, um, money, uh, opening the ability for them to transact and sell their product online without uh, losing you know, 30 to 50% of the profits to third parties along the way, I think that would open up uh, a distribution of, of, of um, money that is a little bit different from what we have today. Uh, and supply chain is part of that, but supply chain is just a portion of it, right? I think financial inclusion overall is probably the biggest obligation that we have as blockchain industry to deliver to the world because blockchain is actually almost designed to do that, to do financial inclusion. And, and I think, you know, if I look at myself, not as a CEO, but as a, an industry participant, I think we have an obligation to deliver financial inclusion as an industry. As you uh, mentioned, you've been working on this for about 18 months. Mm -hmm. 
Where are you in the process? Uh, how soon until you have customers? Uh, how close to prepared is the technology, the software, all those things? There, there's a lot that goes into building uh, yeah. what you're proposing here. Yeah, and so we are going to go live next quarter. We don't have an exact date yet, but it's very soon in the next few months. So that's very exciting because that's the achievement of the entire team uh, over time. Um, what we go we go with a, a small portion of the platform. Uh, we go with a marketplace solution and what we call a track and trace solution, which is designed to track and trace activities and products. And we do that uh, next quarter with uh, one industry, which is a meat industry, right? That's, that's the goal is to launch that for the meat industry and then expand to other industries over time. We are working on many different industries, um, but we want to focus on one, deliver one, and then move to the next one as we improve the first one. The other industries we are working on are vaccine, talking about global health earlier, vaccine is very important. We are working on soybean um, and uh, not as much because of the tariff, situation but more because there is a lot of traceability issues in soybean uh, in the soybean business and we are also working on electronics and how do you manage uh, electricity electric electronic supply chain so a lot of industries are also coming to us and saying we would love to be able to use the suku platform to create new ways of uh, engaging with supply chain participants especially industries that are not um, mature uh, yet in terms of supply chain so we have a lot of activities to generate uh, the next version of supply chain for those industries as well. So we are gonna be live uh, by the end of the next quarter, to answer your question, uh, and uh, with a small scope, but we'll expand over time. And, and we are looking for more partners to join the platform uh, and more technology developers to join the team as well. So we are always looking for our best talent and best partners. Have, have you uh, been raising money for this project? We have, we have raised um, uh, some money already and we are still raising money as we speak. Uh, we are raising money with a very specific uh, uh, um, uh, scope, right? So we are uh, specifically, we are raising money under Reg D506C. And I don't know if your audience is familiar with all of that. Well, uh, some of us are, I, I, I am, but not everyone on the, the, on yeah. the show listening, but a 506C offering is one yeah. where only accredited investors can participate, but that uh, can be promoted publicly. Correct, correct. And and we try to not communicate too much about this uh, to the public because we you know we want to be uh, uh, very limited to the, the type of investors that we embark. Uh, but we've been seeing a lot of interest from uh, the traditional blockchain space as well as the supply chain space. People in supply chain who are looking for the next generation of platforms want to create those platforms with us. So a lot of interest from investors, which is super, super exciting to us, especially in a market where, you know, I don't know, you, you know, the last few months have been very tricky. The last few days have been better, but the last few months have been tricky. And, and, and to see that interest still here is very refreshing to us and very exciting. Yeah. So how much money have you raised so far and how much more do you hope to raise? So we raised $12 million so far. Uh, and we are hoping to raise up to $45 million. And are you issuing tokens or are you issuing shares in for that offering? We are issuing tokens. So we are in a token sale. Um, technically, we are not actually issue, issuing tokens because the tokens are not live yet. They don't exist yet. So we are issuing a financial instrument of security, which is why we are under 506C, and that security converts into token uh, when we go live next quarter.
And will the tokens then uh, represent shares of ownership, or will they uh, simply be t the tokens that are used on the platform as yeah. a medium of exchange on the platform? So the tokens are utility tokens, so they don't represent ownership of the company, but they have many different utilities on the platform. Uh, the first one is to be able to pay transaction fees with, with tokens, and if you do that versus paying with dollars, you, you pay less transaction fees. And, and you have a lot of other utilities, but some of the more exciting ones are the ability to be uh, voting uh, based on the number of tokens that you have to be able to vote for the future of the platform and decide where do you want to see improvements on the platform. And at the end of the vote that we would plan on doing every, every six months, you would be able to um, see the, the improvement over time based on the feedback from the community, not, 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 not just from us. Uh, another another way to use uh, the, the, the token is having access to premium services on the platform. Uh, think of it a little bit like Amazon Prime, where you 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 know you pay and you get your service. Here you have tokens on your wallet, and based on the number, you will have access to different level of services. Uh, and in the supply chain world, obviously, it's different from Amazon. On the supply chain world, it means access to specific sets of data or access to specific. Um, uh, tools that we would put on the platform as well. So that's uh, just a, a subset of the utility of the token. Well, fantastic. Well, uh, Eric, you have had a remarkable career. As you look back, what are you most proud of having accomplished? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, I think be, besides my family, my kids, <laughs> I think professionally, I think what's, um, what's interesting is and, and every time you change, and um, sometimes you change because you want to, sometimes you change because you have to, um, but the way you change is, I think, very, uh, very interesting. And, you know, I moved from France to the US, and then I had to quit my job uh, to go to work for Deloitte, uh, and then at some point, a few months ago, I decided to leave my big partner job at Deloitte to go do this. I think those moments of change, I think, is is what I'm. Um, uh, I don't know if I say proud, but I I think I reflect positively on those on those events because uh, you know it's it's taking risk, but I think the the excitement uh, by doing that, the challenge that you put on yourself are, are really really exciting. So I would say transitions are what I'm the most proud of. Yeah. What um, what is the most important lesson you've learned? The most, I think, you know, in everything we do, I think it's about managing people and managing teams. Uh, and I think, the, you know, it sounds very uh, basic, but the most um, basic thing I think that's important, and we forget about this all the time, including me, is to actually spend time with, with people and, and time to know them, time to uh, understand where they're coming from, their aspiration, and then, and then present them with the opportunities. And, you know, we keep saying, you know, you give credit and you take blame. I think that's, that's a very, very important piece of, of um, operating as a human being and as a professional when you do that. Um, yeah, I would say that, that. Eric, what has drawn you into this crypto blockchain space? What about this appeals to you? Well, if you remember what I said earlier, I said I joined um, uh, Deloitte uh, when the financial crisis was starting in 2007. Um, and as part of that job, actually, one of my projects was to what what we what we said we, we were closing banks, right? Because a lot of banks were failing in the U.S. 
And one of the uh, clients of Deloitte was the FDIC, who's in charge of closing banks during the financial crisis. And so I've been very much exposed to the crisis at the center of it. Uh, and I've seen all the things that you can think of in, in banking. I've learned about banking. I've learned everything I wanted to know about banking and everything I didn't want to know about banking. Um, and so I've seen, I've seen all, all, of, all of that live in front of me and, um, and realized that you know, the banking space has been uh, evolved over you know, millennials uh, to where we are today, but there is a, a significant lack of trust into the system. And when, when I came across that Bitcoin white paper in 2011, uh, I just realized that that is the beginning of something much, much bigger than just a currency. It's the beginning of building new decentralized business model, not only platform, but business model that are going to you know, really change the way we think about business in the future, business and government, by the way, in the future. And I think that to me was a big realization in 2011 uh, because I was coming from the business angle of things, not from the consumer side or not from a, just the speculation aspect of it. I was coming from the business angle and, and to me that was a, a significant event in my life. That was, that was actually uh, seven years ago, that was uh, at Christmas 2011, I remember very clearly that day. Yeah, excellent. Well, uh, Eric, what is your superpower? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't sleep much. Maybe that's, uh, I don't know if it's a superpower because a lot of us don't sleep much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, yeah. Well, Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We are grateful that you take the time. Before you go, would you tell people how they can uh, learn more about Citizens Reserve, your company and the Suku project and how they can connect with you personally? Yeah, so we have uh, obviously a website and LinkedIn and Twitter and, and all of that. So the, the website is suku, S-U-K-U dot world, W-O-R-L-D. And that's the website. And from the website, you can find all the links to all the different social media. Um, I am also very active in different organizations and different communities, different events. So uh, if, if, you know, if you see me in one of, one of those events, don't hesitate to come to me. And, uh, and, and chat with me. Um, and my email address is also available on the website if you need to, to reach out. So looking forward to the connections. Fantastic. Well, uh, again, Eric, we thank you very much for taking the time to be with us today and wish you every success in revolutionizing logistics. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It was Alrighty. great. Let's do some good. At Caring Crowd, we believe everyone has the power to make a difference. Through our crowdfunding platform for community health, we empower passionate people to drive real change. Whether you work for a nonprofit organization, volunteer, or want to get involved for the first time, you can post a campaign on Caring Crowd. Join us, because caring is where change begins. Thank you for listening. Devonthorpe's mission is to end extreme poverty, improve global health and mitigate climate change before 2045 by finding and sharing the stories of those who are doing the most good. You can join with other listeners to accelerate Devon's mission by visiting helpdevon.org right now.